Well, hello and welcome back. Today is April 19th, 2020, and uh, it's a rainy day here in Alaska, and I thought in honor of Earth Week, this upcoming week of April uh, 20th is a good time to celebrate farmers and all the hard work that they're doing right now uh, to prepare for the upcoming season. The farmer I'm highlighting in this podcast is Allie Barker of Chugach Farm. A little history on Allie. She's been farming in the Chickaloon area outside of Palmer for the last 10 or so years, creating a off-grid farm environment that is quite phenomenal. Now, Allie was a mountain guide on Denali for years before becoming a farmer, and this podcast will talk a little bit about the comparisons between the two. We're going to roll into talking with Allie, and this interview was recorded on July 19, 2019. This is an incredible sunny afternoon in July, and uh, we have Allie Barker of Chugach Farm. How are you doing today, Allie? Doing great. Gosh, you know, it's uh, afternoon time. Your day has been busy. I see that finally there might be a little bit of pause. Tell us. Now, anybody who knows Allie Barker knows that it's hard to get that woman to even take a small pause. She's a busy gal, lots to do, a lot of work to be done, as all farmers know. And while it's springtime here in Alaska, a whole different season is upon us. We're dealing with different challenges, including a pandemic that hadn't even crossed our minds last year when this interview was recorded. I find it interesting to see how the importance of growing a food supply, growing local foods, growing and buying local foods from farmers such as Chugach Farm is really gaining importance like never before. Let's roll into talking about Allie, talking about her her day-to-day life on her farm in Chickaloon. Well, this is just an amazing sight to see. Now, I've seen this property uh, maybe 10 years ago, and, and I just am so amazed about the amount of space and the amount of produce that you're creating in this very cleverly designed garden. It's just beautiful. Thank you. It really is stunning. And things to be looking really doing great. Has all the sunlight from this summer been helpful for your crops? It's been helpful. Uh, It's definitely been challenging with the lack of rain. We've had about an hour in the last month. And with the heat, we've been struggling to keep up with watering. Uh, Some crops aren't doing so well, like turnips and some of the greens, but others seem to be pushing through. And the fact that we have really nutrient-dense and loamy rich soils has been helping and uh but you know things always grow pretty darn fast with the alaskan sun so keeping up with the picking and the gathering and getting it to market and getting it to be used while it's in the right state is a challenge i bet yeah and it's more of a challenge this season with the heat because our root cellar hasn't been staying as cold as it usually does and that is our main form of cold storage and it's the warmest on record it's ever been so that just means that uh, we can't keep our crops fresh as long as we used to. Now the summer that we're talking about here is the summer of 2019 where Anchorage had the record-breaking heat of 90 degrees There was a month without rain and South Central Alaska experienced a drought that was quite remarkable struggling with looking at different systems for you know we're going to have to incorporate some sort of uh, solar air conditioner or something like that into the root cellar which we never anticipated in our backup plan of having the root cellar. 
Now, can you imagine farmers in Alaska 20, 30 years ago thinking about having to have an air conditioner in their root cellar? Having the root cellar. You know, I, I see that, you know, for people to know that the Chugach farm is off the grid, solar powered, you've got solar panels all up here, your greenhouses are developed in a very, uh, you know, design oriented for the right amount of sun and ventilation. Do you have to run fans in the greenhouses as well? Yeah, we do. We have, we're looking up at about eight windows that have automatic vent openers that open um, depending on temperature of the day um, with an inert gas chamber in them. And then the fans on the sides all run off of the one solar panel just below the front of the main greenhouse. So when the sun hits the panel, the fans turn on and that has been venting well. And most of our structures here have if they don't have roll-up sides, they've got their own solar panel that runs a fan. Nice. Well, let's go for a little walk here. We're standing in the hot sun. You have uh, free-roaming animals around here, too, I see. Chickens and we ducks. Do. We and... do, and they're usually making quite a bit of noise, and they are just too darn hot right now. So they're all panting and hiding in the forest. But we do have 50-some or more, I can't count anymore, uh, chickens and ducks and new ducklings and uh, lot, yeah, lots of different chicks and ducks of all ages right now. And then we also raise pigs and we've been watering them down a couple times a day and they're up in the forest uh, under a spruce tree right now. Well, that is a smart pig. Yeah. <laughs> Tucked away like a bear in a den probably in this heat. Yeah, for sure. Well, what, what kind of, I know you started farming as a young person and I know you've also had a, a uh, almost a decade of guiding on Denali. Um, the the work that goes into farming, is there some comparisons that you would like to draw in <laughs> as guiding and also farming? Well, I think one thing I learned from guiding is redundancy with systems and also it could be as simple as, you know, we have like 12 different gates, right, that go around all the different fences for the moose and something I learned from guiding is just kind of never letting your guard down so like gates are always closed then you never leave them open otherwise a moose or a chicken or a duck gets in and you know or something like that um, but farming seems a lot harder than guiding on Denali I don't know why I keep trending towards the harder things yeah. but it's definitely a lot more uh, full-time well you start work. your starts and the, the seeds start in is this February yeah end of February mm -hmm. and uh, we're looking up on the hill at the seed starting house the one with the painting up there and that has a uh, wood stove in it mm -hmm. so I start in that little house and we don't use lights for our start so we just use natural light and turn plants every day uh -huh. and then once the seed house fills up we start the main greenhouse which has another wood stove and that has a radiant heat system from the wood stove that goes under all the beds that keeps the roots warm yeah and then we move into the tunnels outside and then tunnels over the main beds and so on yeah it's just constant well this is just amazing to see how healthy everything is it just looks like uh you could feed a, a good part of anchorage if you needed to i mean this is a lot of food supply here how do you feel like you know for you ethically to be providing for part of alaska's food supply it feels i mean i take it really seriously i uh i think for me the 
I want to feed people the most nutrient dense beyond organic, you know, food that I possibly can. And I feel like if there's anything I can do, it's trying to encourage people to um, take care of themselves and eat as well as they can and, and eat local. And uh, that's been a big thing for us is eating 100% local and, you know, haven't bought, uh, you know, veggies and uh, from the store in over 14 years. And wow, that's incredible. You know, we, every, every meal we pretty much hunt, fish, gather, or grown. And that's, uh, that feels really awesome. Sometimes it's a challenge getting the food where it needs to be. So that's always something we're trying to figure out. Um, Having a cold, a cold, you know, transport nowadays too. With these warmer temperatures, it mm -hmm. has to stay cold, and yeah. the ice and all that, and the planning and the timing mm -hmm. and the getting the helpers to help you to mm -hmm. get it done. Yeah, and we're mm -hmm. trying to sell even more locally. You know, a lot of people do grow around here in Chickaloon, but trying to sell more to Chickaloon, Glacier View, Palmer, Sutton nice. areas as well. Yeah. And then, of course, if we can't keep stuff, you know, also incorporating the, for the fermentation, which is a great storage method. And so we're fermenting pretty much everything that we store. Thinking ten steps ahead, like mountaineering is oh, the yeah. same too. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I know mean, our cultures really challenged our, our, you know, the climate uh, change and the climate warming is a is a kind of a heavy topic. It's a heavy topic for young people to mm -hmm. digest, and we're all thinking of like, how can we make a difference? Now, you have obviously, you know, been really dialed into the environment your whole life, and, and you may be even more as a farmer in tune to the pulse of the earth. What would you like to suggest for young people that might consider farming as a career in helping with the future of providing healthy foods for our populations? I would definitely say um, you don't need to find the perfect piece of ground. You can make fertile ground anywhere. It just takes time and energy and animals and you know having an animal rotation system a cover crop rotation system with everything i mean we're basically on an esker on the side of a glacier on a south facing uh, nook that most people would never look to for growing food now while we are learning a lot about the farm one thing we haven't mentioned is the farm animals there's a whole surplus of ducks and chickens and pigs Here's some vocals from our favorite four-legged friends on a farm, the pigs. So here's your pigs, Miss Allie Barker of Chugach Farm. Tell us about your pigs. Oh, we love our pigs. They have rototiller in the front and a manure spreader in the rear. And they're helping us clear the forest, turning it into a farm. And they're amazing companions. And... Um, yeah, and then we harvest them every fall, and oh, look at people them. join us you. for they, Do they? They're like dogs. They're like pets, aren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like scratch if you rub, rub their belly, they'll just fall over. <laughs> look at these guys. Oh, oh man. You guys are living. Now, while this interview was recorded of July of 2019, a lot has changed in the world, and here we are in Alaska mid-April, and there's still four feet of snow in places, and people are hoping to get into their garden sooner than later. Uh, the next episode here is going to be more about the farm animals, the chickens and the ducks and the pigs and how they all interrelate. And we will also talk to Allie in person about how you can pick up and order food from Chugach Farm and do the grab and go orders out of Palmer. 
You have been listening to Allie Barker of Chugach Farm and All Cooped Up Alaska, and I'm Katie Ryder. Thanks for tuning in.